This is the EVP Podcast. All right, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the EVP Podcast. I'm Beaker. Dosti's in the house. I'm DVO. And I'm Shane. Yeah, we have a... I mentioned last episode that we were having a special guest. Shane is here with us, for those that you can see on the YouTube. Shane is the leader of Bear River Paranormal. We've talked about him on a couple of the shows. He's the one that actually recommended the Flux and the... REM pod, or the REM, what the fuck did I buy? Melmeter Mel- with the REM. There you go, thank you. He knows what I bought. Um, he's the one that recommended, he's he's my guy that I, I ask everything when it comes to paranormal equipment. This dude owns so much stuff, he's tried it all, and so when we are wanting to buy something and we're not sure... When we're feeling curious... We, we probe Shane, and then Literally. we ask him about the equipment afterwards, and then we ask him about paranormal gear. We probe him, ask him about his equipment, and then we ask him about paranormal gear. Always. In that order. And we're going to use some of these tonight. So, Tim Beaker, where are we? We're at Benson Grist Mill. So, for those of you watching on YouTube, you can see in the background... Um, There's a tree. A tree. <laughs> but uh, we were trying to set the camera up in a, a, a way that we can make it look pretty. Um, and we're also out of the way, so when people show up for the potluck that we're doing, I do this at least once a year, sometimes twice. I call it the paranormal potluck. It's special invite only. So the people that are here are people that I've been investigating with for about the entire time I've been investigating, eight years. I've known Shane for, what, six years? Yeah, about six, yeah. Same with these guys. We like to touch each other. We have gay <laughs> cuddle parties. Um, All day, every day. During the investigations. So the abandoned buildings. Yeah. So we're actually, we're filming our first episode of Naked, Scared, and Fascinated tonight. <laughs> yes. Um, and then afterwards, Shane's going to be our first guest on A Demon Ruined My Marriage. Um, but yeah, so Shane, why don't you kind of introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about yourself and, and uh, your team, what you do. So I'm Shane. I'm the owner and lead investigator of Bear River Paranormal. Uh, I've been in the paranormal for roughly 11, 12 years now, give or take. Uh, I've owned my group for about 10 years. Uh, In the last couple years, I've also started my own podcast, which is the BRP podcast, where David, my investigator, and I, we talk about stories, equipment. We go in depth about uh, why we recommend pieces of equipment, why we don't. Uh, We do EVPs. We do a bunch of different things on our episode. But all in all, I've been investigating, especially with this handsome guy right here with this flowing red beard with a little bit of gray in it, actually. Wow. It's, yeah. You're going a little gray. I'm distinguished. Yeah, you are. You are. <laughs> but I've known him for about six years now, and he's by far... in your gingerbread. Right. <laughs> he's by far one of the best investigators that I can investigate with periodically whenever we have events or anything like that. Which is saying he doesn't investigate with a lot of people outside of his team. Um, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I, I'm pretty damn good, um, <laughs> if I say so myself. Now, last week I did mention that when we were talking about seeing like people seeing red eyes on the uh, the Goat Man's Bridge, because that's a thing. Um, I mentioned that I I saw red eyes, and it actually wasn't me. It was it was Shane here. Shane saw the red eyes while we were at Family Tree Restaurant. You remember that experience? Oh yeah. We're gonna jump right into that one. Then. You want to tell us about kind of? I know we were sitting on the banquet side of the room. And unfortunately, Leslie's Family Tree Restaurant is, the building's still there, but Leslie sold it last year. Um, we don't have access to that building anymore. Mm-hmm. But there's a little hallway that went down to the bathrooms. There was a men and women's bathroom. And I remember you were sitting there staring down that hallway. Yep. Um, do you want to elaborate on 
kind of what you saw, what you felt during that time? Well, so I have some history with this particular location, and the time that I was investigating with Tim, which when he was with his old team, uh, there was one particular spirit in that back hallway where the bathrooms were in the banquet area, and I pushed it a little too far, provoked a little too much. Um, I did see some red eyes, and in fact, I even brought an EVP from that very moment when you were asking me if I was okay, and I delayed. There was two EVPs, and then I said, no, I got to get up and go. That's one of the ones you sent us? Yep. So I had no idea that's one of the, we didn't, he sent us 13 EVPs. Um, mm -hmm. We don't, you know, if you listen to the show, we don't really prepare for the show. You stop um, telling our secrets. Just kidding, we do. <laughs> um, no, we had Shane prepare, and I, um, if, can we pull up that EVP? Do we have that available that we can play real quick? Yes. While he's pulling that up, I, I remember he said he saw the red eyes. And then he started feeling super agitated. I mean, Shane's one of the most mellow guys I know. And I literally saw him getting angry like he wanted to fight somebody. Mm -hmm. um, so I had to escort him out of the building. Um, we had a gentleman with us at the time that uh, he's a member of the LDS church. And he was able to, I, I kind of did some energy work with Shane. And we also had someone give him a priesthood blessing to kind of clear that energy and break any attachment that was possibly being formed with his entity or spirit that uh, mm -hmm. that was uh, messing with Shane. So you got that ready? We can. Yep, I got it know, ready. But right just also, mic. right after this all happened, so we wrapped up that night, and I went home that night. Um, at the apartment that I was staying at, uh, the spirits upstairs were very, very active that night when I was trying to go to bed. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so they felt that energy from that night at Leslie's family tree. And I just kept on hearing bangs and walking, and no one lived above us at that time. So I knew that place was completely vacant. So just wanted to let you guys know that. But here is the EVP. Mm. Let me play back to you guys. say weight is that what i'm hearing or weak weak mm -hmm. oh that makes sense so how are you mm -hmm. feeling weak uh because i was provoking and at that at that point in time they <coughs> were uh, affecting me and so basically they were calling me weak uh, and then if i remember correctly the oh, word this is funny this is the first time I'm, i was there that night um i don't know that i had a recorder or anything going this is the first time i've heard this this is actually really interesting yeah, it said. Because actually, I hear, having been there and hearing this for the first time, like that, it, it totally makes sense with what was going on at the time. Yeah, and at the at the moment that I was listening over to this, what I heard come through uh, the EVP was the first bit was scared, and then I hear weak. Mm. So those two enhanced uh, sections. Yeah. First one was scared. Second one was weak. It was definitely, definitely coincides with what i experienced that night right. it was it was definitely now i want to say that was our first time i think that was your first time at family tree wasn't it or was it the yep. second time no first that time. was the very first time first time because i remember that one you invited your team uh reserved the building and you invited mm -hmm. me and a couple people from my, my old team 
uh, yep. down to come check it out. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So, Shane, how did you get into the paranormal and the investigating? Like, what did, did you watch something? Did something happen to you during childhood? Like, what, what, yeah. what was that? So, growing up, I've always had paranormal stuff happening oh. to me. Like, Where did you grow up at? Uh, up in Preston, Preston. Idaho. Okay. So, if anybody knows the movie Napoleon Dynamite, that's yes. where I'm from. <laughs> Got it. So, I'm sorry. I know, right? <laughs> so, you know Tina Lama, though. I've never met that met that no, llama specific llama, <laughs> but there are llamas up there. Tina, get your dinner. <laughs> so what, what um, happened growing up? So some of the things that happened, like any time when I'd stay at my grandparents' house, which we lived right next door to my grandma's house, they actually built a, a homestead property and they just built on top of it. So essentially, they there was a log cabin there, and then they just expanded out on that. But whenever I would stay there, I would hear uh, footsteps going up and down the stairs. No one stayed upstairs at the time. It was always storage. So there was no reason why anybody hmm. would be walking up there at 1 o'clock in the morning. Um, and at my, at my house, uh, I've, had, I've heard my name screamed in my ear a couple times. I've woken up and I've seen eyes in the middle of the night. Wow. Um, I've had a lot of different paranormal things in the past to the point where uh, I mentally block out dreaming because I've been terrorized so much when I was a child. So I don't remember my dreams at all anymore. And uh, coming to when I turned into a teenager, um, and I've referenced this a few times on my podcast, but the thing that got me very interested was the original OG Ghost Hunters. Yeah. When that came on sci-fi back when I was like 14, 15 years old. Um, and I've watched it religiously ever since. And uh, when I turned 20, 21, uh, I had a opportunity to join a paranormal group up in Logan. Uh, went to a few locations, which uh, one of them was the Lyric Theater, the other one was the Ellen Eccles, uh, the Whittier mm. Center, and a few other places too. And unfortunately, that didn't end up working out. And then I ended up uh, creating my own group, which is Bear River Paranormal, and we've been going ever since. Oh, nice. So. Okay. You're out of uh, Logan, Preston yeah. area? Cash Valley, yeah. Cash Valley. He's up in northern Utah. Yep. He also ventures down this way. I've done many uh, mm-hmm. investigations. I don't think we've done any residentials together, but I know we've done a lot of public investigations. We've done Benton yeah. Mill a lot together. Yeah. We've done Family Tree. We did do a residential where I did the residential and then you guys did the residential a couple years after. Yeah. Same client and everything. Then there was, was a time cool. where Brandy and myself came up. There. Oh yeah, to the to the, the Ogden location, yep. the one that had the in, extremely high EMF, and they seriously needed to ground that house. Ding, yeah. <laughs> ding. <laughs> oh, we forgot the bell. We have a bell. Oh. Whenever we say Brandy's name, ding, um, we ring the bell. Oh. But we don't have it with us. So if we just randomly say ding, it's it's because we mentioned Brandy. I was looking ding. for the bell. I was like, where is it? It's not here. Um, <laughs> So we're, we're on the bell. I can, I'll download an app real quick. No, I won't. Um, so, yeah, you formed Bear River Paranormal. You've been yep. doing that for like 10 years. So I know you've, you've gone on a lot of investigations. I know you've gone out of state as well. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a, a venue that you and Ghosty have investigated. Not at the same time, but you both have been to Waverly in, yes. in uh, Kentucky. Love that place. Mm-hmm. What was it like <clears throat> for you? What like what Did, did you have any experiences there? Because I know... On our Waverly um, episode, Ghosty talked about his experience while he was there with the body shoot and the one spirit that would follow him to a certain point on the, the first floor, but it wouldn't mm-hmm. go upstairs. Mm-hmm. Um, what what did you experience? Like, what did you deal with while you were at Waverly? 
Oh, besides the clash of different energies uh, and emotions and everything, we had one door randomly uh, slam shut on oh, us. Really? Uh, this awesome. isn't paranormal related, but Diana and her wonderful husband decided to scare the shit out of me, and I about <laughs> crapped myself. I, I went into almost into a full fetal position at that point. Uh, but the energy, it's just, it was so surreal. I mean, the body shoot was definitely very active. There was a lot of things that we were feeling and experiencing, equipment uh, going off. Uh, the location is huge. My biggest advice is don't do the one night. Do like two nights there because one night is just not enough. That place is huge. Ah. But um, the one, the biggest thing that uh, I took away from, from that place is it's a very it's a very dark place. There are some lighter spirits there, but it's a very dark place. But you can also find peace in that location as well. Like when we went up to the very top to the roof yeah. and just standing there and just smelling the air and just feeling it just come across your head, your hair and everything like that. It, there, there was just a, a calm and tranquility to it. Hmm. And I actually thoroughly enjoyed it. I did not want to leave that, that roof at all. That's kind of yeah. I, that's where I ended the night too on the mm -hmm. on the roof, just kind of ending everything there too. Uh, down the hallways, when staring down the hallways, were you seeing things walking across? Oh yeah, shadows walking yeah. across, the uh, shadows dashing. I would see uh, lurking out and of, coming back. Yeah, yeah. I remember seeing that too. Um, I I think I haven't. I think I did go over the stuff go there over there. I just haven't clipped anything of it, but I can't remember exactly what we got, but. Just the personal experiences, just it's endless. I could be here for hours talking about every little thing that I experienced there. Um, the cabin, though, was a different story. Um, I got spiritually attacked that night. Um, oh, the cabin? Yeah. Where's that? What's so, uh, I don't know, because I heard rumor that they're not doing overnight investigations anymore, but prior to that, uh, you could reserve the cabin, the on-site cabin there, and it sleeps like, 12, 15 people or whatever. Oh, awesome. Um, that particular night, one of the uh, gr one of the people that was with us uh, was getting uh, attacked by ticks. And so while everybody was dealing with that, I was stuck in my bed, couldn't move. I was, I felt like I was having a seizure, but I wasn't having a seizure. Oh, wow. It was, and the best way that I could explain it was kind of having a anxiety attack, but I was paralyzed. So, so it all sounds a little like sleep paralysis. Yeah, just a little bit, but I was fully awake during the whole entire thing, and I never even got to sleep. And that night, I barely slept at all. Because so. you're saying everyone was dealing with with one of your team members because they had they were getting was, yeah one of the one of the members of our group that was there. Um, they were getting attacked by team. ticks. Well, they went to a battlefield before we oh. went to Waverly, and unfortunately, they discovered that there was ticks everywhere. So, oh. yeah. I thought maybe it's in their bed or in their bed or something. <laughs> See, and we got lucky because David and I we flew in, and the day that they went to the um, to one of the battlefields uh, was when they discovered that they had ticks. So we were flying in when they were dealing with ticks then. So we oh, luckily geez. we we skipped over that part. So you didn't sleep. So you you knew that they were dealing with that, and you're like. Everyone's up doing that, so you were, you were awake. You didn't, you didn't fall asleep yet, and then yep. all of a sudden, boom, you just got attacked. And the funny thing was, so I had an air mattress, and I'm just laying there, and it literally felt like someone was walking up to it and just flicking it with their finger. Oh. Every couple minutes, I just feel it, just someone just flicking it. Oh, wow. Interesting. Yeah. So... <laughs> 
Oh, I definitely weird. do not recommend sleeping there if you're susceptible of being attacked spiritually, but it was a fun experience nonetheless. <laughs> so inside Waverly Hills, you said you felt a lot of emotions. Are, are you empathic? Are you sensitive to things like that? I would say I'm sensitive to things. Like yes. always or as you've, as you've investigated? Uh, actually, I've been developing my sensibilities ever since uh, I've met my mentor, who was uh, Diana, and she's been mentoring me this whole entire way. Ah. So. I come to find out that I'm not as sensitive as a brick. I actually have abilities, and I've been evolving them. In fact, Tim's pointed out a few things to me as well. Tim and Brandy has helped me out on a Ding. few things. Um, you know, in this field, when you meet common folk that have abilities, it's it, it always helps to align with those people, and those people are the, the biggest help to you, especially when you're trying to build your abilities and open up and everything like that. And that's one of the things that I'm very grateful about, Tim, is that you guys have been able to, to help me open up and help me through my troubles as well. Very cool. Part of being an energy worker. Yep. Really yep. Even the people that do energy work sometimes need to have energy work done on them. No, we're perfect. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, I had some energy work done a couple of weeks ago. There's a friend of mine that I know that does harmonic light therapy. Oh, my God. It is one of the greatest, mm. like experiences you'll ever have i've had some of my best meditation sessions doing this they use uh these pads with infrared lights mm -hmm. that uh helps with not only kind of like energetic healings or work um but it's said to also be able to kind of heal like physical pains as well yeah and i've actually seen it do that with randy ding um mm -hmm. where she was in a lot of pain i took her to have this done and it it relaxed her enough to the point where like a lot of the pain went away, and mm -hmm. she was able to kind of start moving around again mm -hmm. until she was able to actually get a doctor's appointment to go get go get checked out. Um, but yeah, it's it's true. We do. Everybody needs help sometimes. Yep. Um, I know there's a uh, there's a gentleman that you've worked with, you're friends with, and I've I've seen him on TV on some of the Ghost Adventures episodes. I know they did a house up in Bountiful that was reportedly owned by Ted Bundy, if I remember correctly. Um, his name is Vincent Lords, mm -hmm. and there's, um, I don't know if you have any EB, EVPs from this investigation, but there's one in particular I remember where I saw you guys standing in a ring of salt in a client's home holding a Ouija board. Yeah, so it's a, a friend of Vincent, he uh, asked us to go take care of this one particular individual, and um, we got to his house, and, and this individual had some other haunted items in his house as well. But he was been uh, affected by this uh, dark spirit for quite some time. And when we got there, we talked to him for a little bit, and he allowed us to go check out the location and everything. And one of the first things I did was I went straight to the pantry where he had it, opened up the door, and I saw it. And I told Diana, I was like, hey, come take a look at this. And uh, I immediately honed in on it. And it's been used. The Not by board? him. Yes. It's... It was used not by him, but uh, so we ended up having to cleanse it, and it's a pretty in-depth cleansing that you have to do on boards that have never been closed properly. Mm. See, so. I've been to houses before where people have used Ouija boards, mm. and I've actually opened up portals and stuff, mm. and we've been able to close the portals, but I've never actually seen a cleansing on a board itself. So do you want to tell kind of like what was involved in this cleansing process? So it was mainly headed by Diana because she, she took front on that. But there was uh, quite a few things. So we used uh, 
different types of herbs. We use salt, black salt. We use our, our cleansing oils that we use uh, whenever we pull attachments or do any type of house cleansings to eradicate this particular Ouija board. Um, in total, I've only uh, cleansed three Ouija boards with her. I've never cleansed one by myself. Uh, I'm still learning the, the ropes and everything like that and the things that she's taught me and everything. Uh, but the way that she did it, it was a pretty in-depth process. It took approximately 45 minutes to an hour in total to cleanse this Ouija board. And that's with wow. waiting for the stuff to soak in and do its magic and everything like that to properly cleanse it. And then once it was cleansed, it was good to go. Like, you could touch it, you can hang it up on a wall, and it wouldn't do anything, you know. But prior to that, you, you even got within five feet of it and you're just you got chicken skin going on you know the goosebumps and everything you could just feel the energy just radiating off of it and it wasn't good energy at wow. all so so we've done an episode on spirit boards ouija boards um i've shared my opinion where i think it's just another investigative tool but uh, i don't recommend people use it because you're kind of allowing spirits to manipulate and control your body yes um what would what's your opinion on ouija boards Ouija boards are one of those things that if you've never used one before, I recommend that you do not use one at all because it's one of those uh, pieces of equipment that if you don't know what you're doing, you're going to cause a lot of harm. But I feel like even the most experienced people out there try to use a Ouija board and they wouldn't know what to do with it anyway. Like, for example, number one rule, you never lift off the planchette. What do most people do when they freak out? They lift off the planchette. You know, that's just one of the things that you shouldn't be doing at all is lifting off of that, let alone you shouldn't be playing with one anyway. There's <laughs> safer ways to communicate with spirits outside of using a communication board that has a very, very dark past to it. Mm. Makes sense. I've never personally used one. I've seen people use them. Mm. Um, I don't want anything to do with them. I know Ghosty's used one. Have you ever used one? No, I have not. You've just been around. You've cleansed them. Cleanse them. Which is a completely different thing. Mm -hmm. um, would you say that was probably one of the more difficult cases you've worked on? Or what's... I know that you had one... I can't remember exactly. There was a residential um, that you worked on that had something really bad. And I know that the girl wanted to end up joining your team afterwards or coming on an investigation with you. Um, but I don't know the details. So, I, my question then, I guess, mm -hmm. is... What do you think is the like the most difficult or like scariest uh house cleansing that you've worked on mm, the most difficult was that one particular one with the ouija board because uh, not only that he also had like i said before the other haunted artifacts in the house and then also he had a pretty nasty attachment as well mm. um his neck was very very beet red after we were done with him pulling the attachment out and everything and cleansing the house um I had to get up into the crawl space and almost broke through his roof uh, <laughs> trying to cleanse the attic as well. So that one was by far the most time consuming, the most difficult, but it was definitely worth it because we resolved his issue. Uh, in regards to the other girl, yeah, she had a pretty bad attachment. She had some bad stuff in her house. She has since moved and yeah, she's definitely on my team and, and just showing her the ropes and the tricks and everything on how to properly investigate and everything and so far she's been oh, pretty good that's so. pretty cool yeah that's pretty cool yeah where are some of uh, the fun or more more active places you've investigated uh well recently we went out to crybaby bridge out of bear river city and it was pretty active there i mean we we got some responses and everything but we did determine that there were two vortexes there 
uh, at that particular bridge, and then we got uh, confirmation through the spirit box that a a mother and a child uh, died uh, on that particular bridge itself. Technically, they drove off the bridge and into the river. Oh, wow. Um, But I did get confirmation of that. This was our second time being there, so finally was able to to actually say that there there that was a legit thing that someone did die there and everything oh interesting um yeah i mean there's been quite a few other locations uh mercury's been active always been active for us but it's always been darker for us as well because other people have been doing uh not so great things out at that location that's um, interesting because we went to Merker was it november december last year yeah it wasn't that long ago and it was it was completely no pun intended dead there was <laughs> there was maybe like two spirits, and they weren't very active for us. No, come and go. And it seemed like that the first time I went there too. It was you, just kind of nothing. You kind of have to go outside of the. Cemetery. Oh yeah, we just we just uh, went to the cemetery. Yeah, we so just stayed like right so there. So what Shane's saying is we're doing it wrong. Um, we might have to go back. Well, I wouldn't I'm say down. you're doing well, it wrong. Like no, there's we, been we're there's... doing it wrong. I'm saying it, <laughs> I'm saying it for you. We did it. Oh. Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, we'll have to have Shane come with us, but he lives far away. But he'll show us how to properly investigate Merker, the, the hot spots, if you will. Because mm-hmm. we were there, and it was, it was like, what kind of tripped me out, there was some kid, the gunslinger of the West, if you're listening, yep. <laughs> freaked me out because he told me there was coyotes around. <laughs> <laughs> gunslinger of the West, that's right. <laughs> and if you can't hear this, we do want to thank you again for your service. Uh, I remember he was going off. Yeah, he was enlisting, yeah. Oh, okay, cool. So yeah. if his friends are listening, let them know. We're old uh, old Merker Cemetery off Finger Bang Highway. Finger Bang Highway. Highway 69. I haven't been the same since. <laughs> well, I, I know you got some EVPs. I, I mean, I'd love to hear. Obviously, our name is we're not we don't our name is EVP not because of EVPs themselves, but we do like we love we do love EVPs though. So if you've got a couple, I'd love for you to yeah. like, maybe play us some, maybe some of your favorites. Uh, crank up the volume so that be, so that everyone can hear it better. Yeah, let me know. Um, and then kind of maybe tell a story, like where are you at. Um, we you know we'll play a few times, see if people can kind of guess what it's saying. Because we all know EVPs are hard to distinguish mm-hmm. or determine. But then maybe after pay, playing a few times, maybe you can say, "Hey, this is what we think it's saying." The yep. EVP team is also hard every time we record. Right. <laughs> Very. Record yeah. Record. Get hard. <laughs> Get hard. Let's see. <laughs> find a good one for you guys so just gonna kind of throw this out there for the people that are listening if you hear like children screaming in the background cars um, cars we are outside at a haunted location we've already mentioned this we're at Benson Grist Mill um, there are some people here doing a photo shoot we, we moved our reservation up about an hour so we could get this podcast recorded before people started showing up to the potluck and people um, should say when you think of like haunted locations you think they're like out in the middle of nowhere we're surrounded. Yeah. We're in the oh, middle of a neighborhood. There's, there's, <laughs> I, I can. I didn't show it on the live stream, um, but there's there's literally a kind of highway that goes out to Grantsville, just right behind us here, actually. Um, and on the other side of the camera, there there's actually a neighborhood. There's a lot of homes. So we're we're like, you you think a lot of these haunted locations, like he said, are going to be out in the middle of nowhere. It's kind of like when I went to uh, the Winchester Mansion. I figured. Same thing. It's going to be out in the middle of nowhere. No, it was right smack dab in the middle of a busy city. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was busy roads all the way around this thing. So. Now, at some point, this was, when this was built, this was in the middle of nowhere yeah. at some yep. point. Yep. But not anymore. As you know, wherever you're listening or where you live, it expands. All right, now that we've bullshitted enough to kill some time, uh, what do you got for us? 
So this <laughs> is actually from an old investigator's house. She was moving out at the time, and she granted us permission to investigate her place. And I want to get your guys' take on this. Okay. Can you make a knocking or a tapping noise for us? Let me play that back for you. Can you make a knocking or a tapping noise for us? Almost sounds like someone hitting on like some shutters or blinds or something. Like a stick hitting something. If you guys, if you guys listen to this with earphones, um, it sounds like a woman in distress screaming, and we did not hear that at all. Oh, oh. So I'll play it for you guys one more time. Can you make a knocking or a tapping noise for us? Oh, okay. Man. Yeah. So see a little bit more in the background of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. right. And we don't know exactly where that came from, so we definitely tagged that as evidence because that definitely, the first time I heard it, I got chicken skin. Like, it, it, it was pretty intense. Now, the next one here that I want to let you guys listen to, this is a child talking to us that we didn't audibly hear with our, with our bare ass ears. Make yourself a present for him. saying something there it from what i heard was hello goodbye oh yeah i hear the hello really good yeah so i heard the hello i didn't hear the goodbye but we're also like i said outside kids screaming yep but it's okay um and then i have two more that i'm gonna play you guys you should be able to hear these pretty good on a podcast if not um we'll uh throw these up on the social media throughout the week after this uh episode comes out here yep so this next evp was from han's bar uh this was the first place that i ever got physically attacked by uh physically and and, uh, spiritually attacked by a spirit and uh the this particular evp the spirit is laughing like a giggle And then the last one that I want to wrap up this, these EVPs for is the one that we took here last year, which has already been played on this uh, podcast before. I heard a baby. Yeah, I just heard a baby. I just totally heard a baby. Play that again, and then and then let's talk more about this since we're here. I heard a baby. Yeah, I just heard a baby. I just totally heard a baby. Was that in the big barn? It was actually in this small mill right here. Small mill right there. Um, I don't know if you you can turn the camera. We're podcasting magic here. Knock his shit over. It's fine. Um, So it was it was in the uh, the small mill there. I remember I walked in there right after it happened, uh, and then we all ran over here to the pavilion to kind of play it back to make Mm -hmm. sure that's what you heard, and it was. Very clear. You can hear that baby giggling. 
Oh, well, and um, I'm glad Mikey had that big old speaker. Was it Mike? Mike Finley? Yeah, he was, yeah, it was Mike, Mike Finley. Finley. He had that big old speaker that I could sync it up to and and was able to play it right then and there, and it, it was clear as day. So you, just, you guys were walking around asking questions? Like, what was the so, story? Because we know there's a couple of children's spirits that like to play in that small mill, so we went in there to try to, to communicate with them. At uh, one point in time, a couple of years ago, I left a cookie in there for when the, when the children's spirits, and they were very thankful. <laughs> um, but we were just in there just asking questions and everything, and uh, David actually was uh, doing the session at that time because we were using the FX 2.0 that was uh, created by Jay Prather. Um, and you have to use you as the antenna. Essentially, the spirits have to talk through you to communicate mm. through this device. And so he was sitting there with it in his hand, and, and he had earbuds in. And when that baby came through, we all, because it was me, David, and then his significant other and my significant other in there. Um, and we all were like, oh, my God, did you guys hear that? Yeah. <laughs> you know. So uh, audibly for you, how loud was that? Was, like, was, was that it was crystal loud. clear? Oh, it was. It was crystal oh, clear. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah. I mean, you can hear how loud it was on the recording playback. Mm -hmm. like, yeah, because you didn't enhance that one. Right? No. Yeah, all the one, other ones you've heard, you, there's a little bit of enhancement, so you can hear it a little better. This one, this was just this as, right, as is. As is. Wow. Because the digital recorder was sitting right in front of him when that happened. Wow. So. Wow. That's way cool. Yeah, and, you know, we clearly don't bring babies onto an investigation. <laughs> clearly. They're, they're only here running around the mill while for sacrifice. Taking, yes, for, <laughs> sacrifice. for sacrifice. So Official reasons. Yeah, they don't giggle when they're being sacrificed. Um, that's just not... Well, I mean, they might. We just don't. Yeah, they do. <laughs> okay. Just, let's just pretend. Jogging right? your memory? Yeah, yeah they yeah, do. Yeah. Babies giggle when you sacrifice them. <laughs> to the goat man. At the goat bridge. At the goat bridge. <laughs> There's actually two bridges here. Yes, there's there a Native is. American spirit that oh. actually guards. And there's more than one child, so we can easily <laughs> get, get them to so come out. Oh, this is on. No children were harmed in the making of this podcast. Good evidence by the end of the night, then. <laughs> no children were harmed in the making of this podcast. Well, should we wrap this up since the people are showing people up now? People are starting to show up. We have run a little bit longer than we normally do with a half-hour episode. <laughs> um, but, yeah, um, again, Shane, we want to thank you for coming on. Uh, yeah, if definitely. people in the Cache Valley area or northern Utah want to get a hold of you and, and have them come check out their, their haunting shit that's going on in their houses, uh, how would they do that? Uh, you can go to our website, www.bearriverparanormal.com. You can also go to our Facebook page, which is Bear River Paranormal. If you guys want to listen to our podcast, just look up BRP Podcast. We are on Anchor, um, and we also have a uh, group page set up as well so if you want to join in and see some of the stuff that we talk about because we post up pictures links everything that we talk about on every episode just click the join just answer some simple questions and you'll be in if you don't answer those questions unfortunately we'll have to decline you so there is that uh but yeah just look us up on the uh on the face space and the instagrams and everything like that we're on there <laughs> Yeah, and it's a it's a great podcast. I've actually been a guest on the podcast on our yep. first season. Came on to talk about crystals and yep. uh, a bunch of other shit, because um, that's what I do. Uh, but yeah, so thank you everyone for listening, watching on the YouTube. Mm -hmm. Please like, subscribe, you know, hit all those buttons and shit. Follow us on Instagram, so Facebook. We're EVP Pod. Uh, if you want to schedule an investigation with us, EVP Pod at gmail.com. Uh, we're super hard to find. We're also on TikTok, same thing, evp.pod. 
Um, we don't know how to use it, but we have it. Well, ghosty don't play that. Peace out, butterflies. <laughs> bye bye. See ya.